to the Drew Brina show. I'm Drew. And I'm Sabrina. And she's still getting her headphones on. My bad. It's all good. Man. I thought I was ready, but I wasn't ready. Yeah, this thing is just a uh, so s- this process is so streamlined now. I Since know. we got the soundboard, we have like we kind of calibrated our volume and our voice and we just plug it in. And good to go. Good to go. How was your day? Uh, good. Um, got some extra sleep. You so did. So I appreciate you gifting gifting me that. You're welcome. I did all my errands this morning while he was asleep. That's what I do. I wake up early. I get them all done, and then I come back and hope that he's awake by then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just, I time it to when, once I hear the, the swinging uh, screen door open, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, time to get up. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. Otherwise, I'll just come into the room and be like, and Drew, wake up. Can you help me put the groceries away? And Honestly. Like, ah. Yeah, and you hate that. But it's just because I'm like, hey, bro, it's noon. And yeah. we have, I just brought in. I just don't like being told what to do especially right when i wake up but, no, but it's that's not really what you're doing you're just asking for help because yeah, especially with costco stuff yeah it's, it's so big. much yeah like i had really heavy bone broth and heavy macadamia nut and then i had the paper dowels and then i had the toilet paper like yeah there's a lot so <laughs> babe get this there's this proverb okay you know how i'm like kind of uh like averse to really peppy and happy like right like first thing in the morning oh yeah there's this proverb proverbs twenty seven fourteen. it says a loud and cheerful greeting early in the morning will be taken as a curse uh is that interesting uh, 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 wait so is that supposed to be i don't think it's saying it's wrong it's just saying like sometimes Some it can be interpreted that way yeah it's just I like don't know. Uh, and that was written like you know, three, four thousand years ago. I think to wake up cheerful and happy is a privilege. Okay. And it's a privilege it, to have a wife that wakes up cheerful and happy to see you. Yeah. I literally kiss you, hug you, want to snuggle. Like, yeah, it's not that other what, guys would kill for that. It's true. It's not that what you're doing is wrong. And I do appreciate it. It's just that every single stimulus <laughs> is like, on fire is uh i'm like hypersensitive to it for the first like hour yeah um and sometimes though it, i take it as like an offense yeah like I, it could it come as feel like rejection so yeah much yeah feels that like rejection i'm and i don't get it back yeah. like i don't like receive it back of like hugs and kisses or good mornings tip like almost 90 98 percent of the time so then it, it feels like rejection for yeah. sure because it happens all the time. Yeah. But after that first hour, I'm usually pretty good and yeah. pretty in tune and attentive and, and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, mornings, man. Mornings <laughs> are, it's a different experience for everybody. And But I, would you say I'm more of a night person? No. So like, you're more of a I? morning person. I am. Uh, but I'll, 
stay up too. So like I'm a morning and night. I don't person, know though. Like, like you, you fall asleep like pretty quickly at night. Like, yeah, but I'll go to bed late sometimes. Yeah, like ten fifteen. Is that late to you? To me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm definitely more of a night, night person. Guy, yeah. However, there are some mornings where I wake up really early and I'm like, oh, I like this. I like and this. It's one of those things where I think if I like had a routine where I did X, Y, Z before I interacted with anybody, you know, then I think I'm more pleasant to be around. Because you've seen me when I get up before you, you know, and like get up and go for a walk or a run or do like my my breathing uh, or like some stretching, prayer, all that stuff. And then you're like, who is this guy? I mean... You know, there are certain things that just light you up and change your whole day. Like, if you're in community, you are a different man. If you exercise, you're a different man. If you eat really well, different guy. Hmm. I wonder why that is. Yeah. <laughs> eh, I'll, I'll try all that stuff tomorrow. Yeah. The procrastination <laughs> you you comes out, too. Do you, there's this quote that says, what did it say? I don't know. Do today what you said you do tomorrow. Hey, I like that. like that. Yeah. You know what I've I don't think I've told you this, but I've had this mantra the last I think it without writing it down, I've had this mantra the last like two months where when I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that, or I don't wanna I don't wanna clean or I don't wanna read my book, I just say, suck it up. Oh. That's how you talk to yourself? No, just like basically like just do it. Like you'll be thankful you did. Like don't put it off another day or another hour. Like why are you deciding that sitting on Instagram or TikTok or whatever researching things is more important than just like living your life and doing the things you say you need to do? Yeah. Just do it. Literally just do it. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah, like, because instead of being like, uh, do I really want to? I think we emphasize preference so much as a culture mm. that we're kind of paralyzed. That's very Because we sit down yes. to be like, oh, I'm going to watch a show. And yeah. then first it's like, okay, which of the six streaming services do I want to oh use? Do I want to use Hulu, Disney Plus, Max, yes. Peacock, et cetera, yes. et cetera. It's like, okay, first do that. And then you choose one. And then there's like 10,000 movies and shows on there. You're like, yep. oh, do I want to watch a show? Do I want to watch a movie? Do I yep. want to start a new one? Do right. I want to just watch something familiar? And then right. like, we're just so stuck in preference yep. that even just resting and relaxing feels like a chore. Yep. And it's the same like with a book, right? We sit down yes. and we're like, hmm, is this the best use of my leisure time yes. to read? And, da, da, da. and what you're saying is to just be like, okay, just follow that impulse of reading. It doesn't matter if it's like, the, the right biggest book. payoff yeah or the right book or yeah and this preference thing it's like i feel like it started with like fast food fast food is like we make it your way <laughs> it's like your happy meal toy is a reflection of you and it's like all about your and like coke freestyle it's like pre- preference the drink that represent or like customize the drink that represents you yes and it's like it's, we get stuck. It's in all a, sugar anyway. Yeah. We just get stuck in a never ending revolving door of like, oh, choice. I like this. I like this. I like that. Not to mention what it does to our like 
relationships and right. socializing because we're like oh i want people to be this way or i like this or oh, i want to do this with this yeah. it's like it makes it so s- selfish and self-seeking yep and the reason i know so much about this because i do it and <laughs> live it yeah same. i i i'm not exempt from this stuff yeah me either choice preference dude it's like a silent killer no <laughs> I think that's why I like minimalism in our home mm. so much now that um, we've really implemented that living here in Hawaii and just living low on a low income. Like we just don't have very much. We don't buy very much. Yeah, it's kind of nice. And it's actually been so freeing not to have so many choices of clothing. You just yeah. know what your go-tos are. And right. you have one wardrobe living here because it's so hot all the time. Right. It's not quite a capsule, but no. it's like in between a capsule and a Kinda. full one. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd say I probably have too many choices of shoes, so I could narrow that down. But yeah. as far as my clothing, it's like I know what I'm going to wear on my days off. It's like shorts, a tank top because it's flipping hot. Yeah. That's it. Sabrina and I share one um like how wide would you say it is maybe probably seven feet wide and two feet deep it's just one um bar yep closet bar yep and we share that and then we have like a couple i he doesn't even use them have a couple buckets baskets that i use for like an ikea a cube basket cube storage thing. yeah and that's it yeah, it's and awesome. I have a little um, one of those collapsible accordion shelves that I hang up. It hangs up like it has a clothes hanger on the top, and then that thing unfolds, and you can put like I put all my um, delicates in there. Delicates or what? Not delicates. Just boxers. Yeah, you call that delicates, right? Yeah. Is that the the but PC normally you would say- version? Yeah, but normally you'd say delicates for like women's like yeah underwear bras or like lingerie. nice silk silk shirt. Not that I have a Your silk boxes. shirt. Silk oh yeah, boxes. Drew wears sh- silk shirts. Silk shirts to his to his job to with my kids. job to work with kids. <laughs> they would actually probably like that. That's true. Text. They're textile. like sensory. Yeah, that's cool. Sensory input. Just wait an hour after they wake up or else it'll feel like sandpaper. Well, hmm. at least you can relate to them in that way. Yeah. I have heard that ADHD is diet autism. Interesting. But I don't know. That's, I don't know about that. Somebody said that. It sounds kind of cool, but I don't know if that's true or not. Sounds cool. Yeah. So it's a podcast and we said it, therefore it must be true. No, no sources no yeah no resources no data just we just whatever we say on this whatever we say on this podcast is just true don't doubt us because we have microphones and we put it on spotify so we must be credible right speaking of podcasts and microphones and podcasts yeah i already said podcasts first (laughs) um today this is the first time we've ever done this but literally no structure for this episode. Yeah. We're literally just going to talk the whole time. <laughs> I think <laughs> about that's, whatever comes up. Yeah. I think we have a lot to say without having to have like a structured, like you said, format. Um, 
just a topic will come to us, I'm sure. Yeah, right. Like already, what we've talked about, <laughs> wake like morning styles. What, what else? Uh, laundry, minimalism, <laughs> choice, preference. Yes. We're only 12 minutes in. Buckle Who knows up. what's going to come next? <laughs> Buckle up. Drew's been obsessed with this Milio. What's it called? Oh, the Mio. Mio. The Mio, um, what's called a water enhancer. It's that little concentrated uh, fruit flavored squirt bottle that you <laughs> squirt into the water. Such a weird so word. So good. It's sure. not the best for you. It had some, had some questionable things yeah, in it. Yeah, it's but like artificial sweeteners and stuff. Yeah, but I can see why you like it. But I did just order some more LMN and LMNND. Oh my gosh. Electrolyte mix. So I'm excited about that to come in. Isn't it just called Element? I don't know. Element? Element? Right. Element um, hydration. I guess, yeah, you could just say hydration that. Hydration sticks. Yeah. I'm I think it's complicating it. Yeah. But it's written L M N T. Yeah, it's not because it's all hip and marketable. <laughs> well, they probably could just couldn't call it Element. There's probably something else out there called Element. The skateboarding brand. See, so they had to have something else. Skateboarding. <sighs> I don't brand. know why it's called that, but that's what it is. We could do some segments though, because I True. I have a few. A few we could do week, week recap. Sure. That yeah, all. let's uh, let's do some segments. Whoops, wrong button. <laughs> it's it works. It works. It's okay. We just said, oh, we have a streamlined. Yeah, and then I press the wrong button. <laughs> the computer blows up. We're just up. trying to yeah. We're just trying to mix it up since you know what to expect. You Quickly know? humbled. Quickly humbled. Okay, so I had a really big week. So did you. You turned yeah. 30. I did. I turned the <laughs> dirty 30, my first podcast when I'm 30. Can't you just hear the composure in my voice? Yes. The maturity is the there. M- the maturity. Absolutely. So you want to recap your 30th birthday? Because I know what happened. Yes. I want to know from your point so of view. So two days before, I got really sick. <laughs> yeah. Which um, happened last year. And you can probably still hear it, hear some of the congestion in my voice and some of that uh, composure that you hear in my voice is actually just phlegm Ew. <laughs> living in my throat. Ooh. Um, but no, I got sick. I got like a weird head cold thing. It's been going around work and going around the island in general. That's one thing when you live in Hawaii, like yeah. the same sickness kind of just goes around. The whole island gets it for yeah. about a month and then we're good. So. Yep. Um, but anyway, so I was sick um, for a couple of days. So I had to take off work and rest a little bit, which was uh, it's funny because the podcast prior to this one, I think I said something like, yes, I'm sick. Yeah. I get to, I was talking about like that relief you feel that you get to stay home when you're sick. And so I got a couple of days to just relax and sleep and rest and stuff and take a bunch of medication and all that. And then the Sunday prior to my birthday, July 2nd, um, our um, global pastors came in. So like our pastors, pastors. Um, cause there's several different locations, um, but like the head pastors of the whole network of churches came and visited Hawaii. And so I was like, oh man, like, I don't, I don't want to miss, like, I want to see them. And also we we're going to have a big picnic afterward. Um, we do that once a month with the church anyway. And it was kind of like, it allowed, it was kind of like a built-in birthday celebration because right. everybody was already together. And so went to church, 
Um, I just, I wore a mask for while we were inside, all that stuff. Going back to that, that was tra- like triggering, tra- brought up yeah. post-COVID trauma. Right. No, not, not really. But, um, and then, so I don't know. And then being at church, it was just like, I don't know, just like prayed and was in just around a lot of positivity and mm-hmm. uh, in the presence of God. And I really started to feel better very mm-hmm. quickly. And then after church, like I said, we went to the picnic and it was really fun. And like I said, it was kind of like a built-in birthday. That's what's cool about having a birthday near July 4th. Everybody gets together yeah. anyway. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, yeah, celebrate Drew while we're here. <laughs> Might as well. While uh-huh. we're here. And uh, so that was cool. That was kind of the first of the celebrations was the church picnic. And uh, I joked with the pastors. I was like, oh, wow, thanks for coming all the way out here just for my birthday. <laughs> Uh, and all then the next day we did a big birthday dinner. We did all you can eat Korean barbecue. Yum. Oh, it was so good. So we had like Colby beef, short ribs, um, and, um, bulgogi, brisket, steak, pork belly, spicy pork, rice, soup. So good. It was delicious. And that was fun. There was uh what, there's like six of us? Yeah. Seven, six, seven. Mm-hmm. Um, really great. Felt very celebrated. Um, my sickness kind of came back a little bit on my birthday. Um, but and I basically lost my voice. And then True. probably the most special thing about my birthday was Sabrina helped put together this video. She reached out to all of our close friends and, and family. And everyone recorded like a, you know, 15 to 30 second video of just like wishing me a happy birthday and telling me what they love about me and the different um, gifts that they see in me and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's like a 25 minute long video. Yeah. And, long. and so that was that really like touched my heart because mm-hmm. I'm such a words of affirmation guy. Yeah. And so getting that I got really emotional and. Uh, just felt so celebrated and so loved, and mm. I'm like, I joked, but maybe it shouldn't be a joke. I was like, I should watch that every morning, yeah, <laughs> just to get that affirmation, like Seriously. remember who I am, yeah. you know, and be lifted up by the body around me. Uh huh. Um, so that was cool, and then day after my birthday, the sickness kind of came back, unfortunately, kind of ebbed and flowed, and then got some really cool gifts. Um, what else do we do? Got yeah, nothing. Yeah. I made a cookie dough cake. Yeah, that's right. Sabrina made a cookie dough cake. Yeah. Tell what was in that? How did you make <laughs> that? A heck of a ton of butter. A lot of butter. <laughs> Chocolate chips. Uh oh, we browned the butter. So that was awesome. So it tastes differently. It tastes like really rich. Um so you just brown it in a saucepan or Yeah. Yeah. It was a cookie dough cake, so it literally was cake that had chocolate chips in it. And then it had cookie dough layer and then it had a buttercream layer. And then it was the outside was all buttercream frosting as well. And then little cookie dough balls on top of the cake. Yeah. I love like cookie dough and cookie dough ice cream and yep. cookie dough cake now. Yeah. I saw it on like Instagram a long time ago and I saved it under uh-huh. a tab on notes that said Drew's 30th birthday. And I was like, I'm going to make that cake for his birthday. So I did yeah. that. So, yeah, big week. Um, yeah, huge week. Yeah. So fun. Huge week. And then 
Um, and then I immediately left for yeah, Texas. Yeah, that's right. You left the day after my birthday? Yep. On the 4th. So that morning, we had a great morning together. And then I went to uh, the waterfall off of the Leaky Leaky Highway with some friends. And um, that was awesome time. And then came home, packed, and left for Texas that night on a red eye. My friend picked me up, drove me to my parents' house, got to see my parents for like an hour or so. Um, before my dad went to work, <laughs> it was that early. I got in at like 8.30 to their house. So got to see them, um, hang out with them. And then my mom and I started driving to Dallas. And we stopped along the way, like got a few things. Um, and then we got to Dallas and we showed up at my friend's house that it, I'm friends with here. But she had a wedding in Texas because that's where she's from. And she met us in the driveway and we were like so excited that, you know, I had gotten to Texas and I was at her house because she lives in Dallas and I live in Austin, but we never knew each other when we lived in Texas. So that was really cool to be like, we're in our hometown together, but we didn't know each other. It was cool. Um, and then that day I got to like hang out with her and her sisters and like wedding prep and my mom got along really well with her dad. And so that was just really nice to see. Um, and then a lot of our friends had excuse me, had come in that night from Hawaii. So we all got to wedding prep together and do a bunch of like crafts and things um, that Vanya had left over to do, um, which was really fun to do all together. And then let's see, the next day was the wedding day. My mom and I got our nails done, got a pedicure. I've had breakfast tacos that I'd been craving. They were so good. Um, Super good. It was like this podunk little nowhere. It was oh, awesome. the hole in the wall places are the best. The best. Yeah, they're the best. Um, oh, I forgot to mention on our way to Dallas, we stopped by my mom's work and we like made a bouquet for my friend's family for allowing us to stay in their home. And that was fun. And then next door, they also had breakfast tacos. So we got to have breakfast tacos that morning too, which was nice. And sweet tea. I haven't had that in a while. Sweet tea. Yeah. So much sugar. Yeah, it is. I it's good the could first time, it. but then it's like, yeah, it's like drinking syrup. I could not get through much of it. Yeah. Um, and then let's see, wedding day. Yeah, we got a pedicure, had breakfast tacos. Then we we were in the heat for like two hours putting this floral. How hot arrangement. was it? It was. I didn't look at the. I should have looked at the heat. I didn't look. Probably close probably to one hundred and five. Ooh. It was very like very scorching. hot. Yes, like fire dragon breathing down your back hot oh like you walk outside and feel like you just got yes. punched in the stomach yes and it was humid too so it was worse anyway so we were outside putting this floral arrangement together and it turned out so beautiful um and then we got ready in ac thank goodness um in the bridal suite which was was nice so we got to like take a shower get ready um yeah. But I didn't want to see my friend who is the bride, like, because I wanted to see her walk down the aisle in her dress. So I literally just closed my eyes. Like avoided her. Yeah, I avoided her the whole time. It was funny. Oh, what know. a good bridesmaid. Uh, that pseudo bridesmaid. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we went out to the wedding and it was so beautiful. It was so fun. She had so many things up her sleeve that she didn't even tell us were going to happen. Like llamas dressed as a bride and groom. 
So cute. That was funny. So Sabrina so was like sending me updates and pictures and stuff throughout the whole weekend. And she sends me this one and it's them like holding this llama on a little leash. And the llama has a little tuxedo <laughs> bow tie on. Uh-huh. And I was like, what? Like a real living llama. Yes. It's like, what is this theme? It but was a theme. Vanya is really into llamas. I just thought it was so random. Yeah. But, well, actually, but really cool and fun, you know. At the wedding like venue, silly. they had alpacas and llamas, like a farm. So that was a part of the package, you know. The al package. Yeah, the al pack, all package. <laughs> um, and we got popsicles, and she fed us amazing tacos and cake, and then. To top it off, this chick had fireworks ready to go at the end of the night. Like launched into, not into just sparklers, no, but like, not whoa. just sparklers, fireworks to end the night. It was so fun. We were sweating our booties off on the dance floor, but it was worth it. And um, she had a photo booth. Like, she had a um, one of those like 360 photo booths where it goes around and around, like for photos. So she had two oh, photo cool. booths. This girl, she went all out. It was Ooh. so fun. My girl, how much did you pay? <laughs> Nothing. Her, her daddy paid it. No, I don't know about that. All yeah, of that. yeah. No, I'm kidding. I know how it is. Uh, she, maybe she split it like Who we knows? did with ours. Yeah. That's really cool. I know. And then I got home and went straight back to work and then had this weekend off, which was really nice to just relax, go to church, enjoy fellowship and we've been cleaning today so yeah that's cleaning feels good i'm all caught up on laundry wow completely wow 100%. that's huge guys he so. normally has a huge pile in the back of his, in the in our room just in the corner in the corner just kind of lives there it's very annoying sometimes it gets so big that the dog sleeps on it oh <laughs> i'm over that yeah so it's, uh, it's a little sad is do you want to do some google searches i feel like that'd be fun yeah sure (laughs) all right i pressed the right button this time well second oh the second time second time it's a charm you go first okay let me pull it up so my uh my google Google searches are Google. Uh, nice. Okay. Um. Loud morning. Oh, Bluetooth headphones. Oh yeah, tell them what you got for your birthday. Yeah. So Sabrina got me some cool Beats. Um, beats. The earbuds, not the big over ear ones, but the earbuds, and they sound really nice. They're basically like ear pods, um, but they're red and. They have maybe better bass. It's probably kind of similar because um, Apple owns Beats. Mm, mm-hmm. And so it connects to like your iPhone really easily and all that. And yeah, I didn't noise know canceling that I and them, so. the battery's super good. And uh, so I've loved them. And I was like, man, I wish we could, when we're recording the podcast, you know, we wear headphones so that we can hear ourselves and get feedback right. um, from ourselves. And, um, It'd be so much easier to just pop on like Bluetooth headphones and they have better sound quality. And I was like, but you can't have both a Bluetooth set and a wired set like 
I would be Bluetooth. Sabrina would be wired. You can't have them both plugged in to GarageBand. You have to choose one or the other. And so, but I found out what I can do is I can buy a Bluetooth transmitter to plug into the end of the, the audio out and then just connect the Bluetooth to, yeah, that um, Bluetooth transmitter. And then that way I can wear the wireless ones. Hey. And then what else? Uh, oh, Theo Vaughn. There was this guy. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he, Theo Vaughn's a comedian and like one of his shticks is like, uh, he like he grew up in like some small Louisiana town, and he's always like, "There's this guy in my town who, you know," and there's always like a funny story. I can't really repeat any of them because they're all <laughs> like really Raunchy. crude, no. yeah. Uh, or like, there's this guy in our town that I don't think he owned a shirt, like oh, that boy. kind of thing. Yeah. Like he only wore pants and just like walked around shirtless, and even when he went to school and. And then later when he went to his job, he just, he never wore a shirt. I don't, I think he had like some condition or something. So just dumb stuff like that. And nobody, no one knows if he's just making it up or if it's actually real. Cause it could right, be, cause right. there's like small towns in Texas and Louisiana and the South and the Bible belt in general that there's like some characters cause you live way out in the boondocks. Mm. And then my third one. I googled uh, Jay Monahan sickness. So Jay Monahan is the commissioner of the PGA Tour. PGA Tour is the um, Professional Golf Association tour, uh-huh. like that. You know, Tiger Woods, Jordan Spieth, um, John Rahm, all those guys play on. Yeah. And I don't know if if you knew, but um, there was like a competing tour called Live Golf, yeah, owned yeah, by yeah, Saudi exactly. Arabia. Yeah, I knew. That. Um, but and there was this big uh like battle. Um, between PGA and Liv and this big rivalry and everyone from PGA hated Liv and yeah and a bunch of PGA players went over to Liv and lost their tour card on the PGA and all this stuff and it was like and everyone was like oh my gosh it's all Saudi backed money it's blood money oh, and all, shoot. all this stuff and then yeah. all of a sudden like probably a month ago uh-huh. like breaking news out of nowhere like PGA and Liv Golf um, are merging <gasps> What? Yeah, and so twist. Yeah, and then Jay Monahan got so much flack because he was so against live golf and <laughs> what it stood for and this and that. And then um, the rumor is, you know, he probably got a huge payday out of it because the public trust fund in Saudi Arabia just has unlimited money, right. and they're starting to really invest in sports. They own a lot of Premier League soccer teams. Um, they're starting, um, they're actually starting a soccer league in Saudi Arabia where Cristiano Ronaldo plays right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and so there's that big merger. And so all of a sudden Jay Monahan like kind of went out of the public, um, spectacle and then was like, where is he? And it was like, Jay Monahan has undisclosed sickness. Oh. And he just kind of disappeared for a while. Whoa! You know? and like, so does he have a sickness? Or we I just don't think know. That's why to... there's like the conspiracy. Whoa. I think he just got so much backlash that, that he, he to needed leave. to take a break. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Whoa. Pretty interesting. Do you think it's a good thing that Saudi Arabia is trying to? Uh, well, there's different points of view on this. So, yeah. uh, one of my favorite golfers, Rory McIlroy, uh-huh. he's been anti-live since the beginning uh-huh. and he's been a big ambassador of the PGA tour uh-huh. and um basically what Rory says is 
the Saudi Arabians are going to invest in sports in general. Yeah. That's just, that's one of their um, strategic uh, goals with the, the public um, investment fund in Saudi Arabia to get more involved in sports. And he's saying, well, if there's their money is going to be injected into the sport regardless, it's good that they're doing it um, the right way. W- in a collaborative way with the PGA Tour, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, instead of creating a competing market for it. True. So he's like, it's, there's, you know, there's questionable ethics, um, like within that country, right. right? There's questionable ethics within our country too. Right. Um, but he's like, at least the, the PGA Tour now owns Live. True. And True. so they ha- they, 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 they get to choose, yeah, where that money goes. However, for the longest time, the PGA Tour was a nonprofit uh, company. Right. No, and they moved away from that mm. um, with this new merger. They've injected billions of dollars um, into the sport, uh, which will grow the game, definitely. Uh, it's just a question of... Um, you know where the money comes from and and people call it sports washing that if they just i don't know that if they just inject money into a bunch of different sports then people will overlook their human rights record Mm. so um that's one of the big perspectives on it but i don't know really the the full story so right well speaking of a controversial topic yeah i was looking up Tickets to Sound of Freedom, which is a very popular movie right now. Um, I was trying to figure out how to get free tickets on the Angel Studios uh, website because they're giving like two free tickets away. Yeah. Um, so the movie is about sex trafficking and it's based on a true story. And um, I've been wanting to see it. So I was just looking up times and whatnot. And I think we're going to go see it tomorrow. So. I'll let you know, but there's a lot of controversy right now because a lot of like Rolling Stone and some other news article, multiple news articles are saying that like they've basically um, like built it, they build it, built it up in the movies to be worse than it is or that it didn't happen the way that it did or yeah. And I'm like, it does, this is not political. Yeah, seriously. This is sex trafficking, like children, child self, sep- yeah, sex trafficking. Well, how like would there that? be backlash? Yeah, how's there backlash on this? But they're like, saying that the big public media outlets are saying that it's exaggerated in the movie. Uh, let me look up this one real quick. This. Yeah. Um. Yeah, CNA talking heads are now saying the anti-child sex trafficking movie "Sound of Freedom" is created of bogus statistics and QAnon concepts. Oh, they're like flagging it as like an like a far-right conspiracy. It's yeah, not it's supposed it's to not... be political. It's just no. like <laughs> you sh- you shouldn't deprive children of a life and you shouldn't own people and sell them to sex slavery. Like And you shouldn't give that kind of trauma to a child. Seriously. And even if it's exaggerated to some degree, like What's how so it's it's maybe it, it would even be better to exaggerate it, <laughs> you know? Well, not better, but like even if it is exaggerated, it's just gonna create more of a sense of urgency. Right. And so like in the same way of like climate change, like I think there's a, a sober minded sort of middle ground 
perspective to look at it, but sometimes those claims are exaggerated. Right. Um, and maybe sometimes they're underrepresented. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it, why, why do that? That's weird. And, and for people who, even if it was a conspiracy, typically if major news, news outlets uh, come out and, and accuse huh. something of being fake news, yeah. then that just, just strength, strengthens well, conspiracy theories like more. That's what I was going to get at next was like, well, no publicity, no bad publicity is bad publicity. Like at least yeah. it's causing an upright an upheaval that now they're probably going to make more money off this movie to yeah. help sex trafficking labor and get kids out of it. So yeah, it actually has 77% on Rotten Tomatoes and 8.6 out of 10 on IMDb. So it's a pretty wow. good movie. So the premise, I'll read it out loud. It came out on the J- July 4th of this year, and it's after rescuing a boy from ruthless child traffickers, a federal agent learn- learns the boy's sister is still captive and decides to embark on a dangerous mission to save her. With time running out, he quits his job and journeys deep into the Colombian jungle, putting his life on the line to free her from a fate worse than death. Jeez. I know. Yeah, it's yeah, the um Sad. human trafficking thing is so horrible. I remember our freshman year of college, that was like our um that was like our summer reading. Right. Book that was our freshman. Whatnot. Yeah, like our freshman reading required reading was yeah. this book called Not for Sale. Right. And it was exposing yep. the modern day slave trade, which yep. is human trafficking for purposes of labor and uh-huh. mostly like sodomizing right and how they shipped them in containers and yeah. then they ended up doing yeah. this really big production through and theater it's really underground and people don't talk about it yeah. ashton kutcher has a massive really um yeah agency not pro non-profit oh, fighting human trafficking that's so cool yeah. i didn't know that yeah they did a um theater production at our at our school where you sat in a container oh yeah and you basically got a taste of what it would feel like to be trafficked in a container wow it was so sad yeah i mean there was only like a couple it wasn't even as packed as it probably would have been there was only like 12 of us per show but still you know so sad yeah so i'm excited to watch it though to give my money towards that it'll be very powerful i'm gonna need to bring a lot of tissues because i will be crying yeah it's it's just so So evil yeah regardless of the statistics yeah it's so we come on we can all agree that that's such a bad thing yes there shouldn't be any debate on this and i guess they're not saying it's not evil but that is strange that they're like the statistics are bogus and it's rooted in qanon qanon is like that far right like conspiracy theory thread who like (sighs) leaks (gasps) all this like Private information exposes these government cover-ups and conspiracies and stuff. So, jeez, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Not QAnon, but the the fact that there'd be backlash, but doesn't surprise me anymore because there's backlash kind of against everything on both sides, and everything's politicized. So, (gasps) what Violet? We're watching our friend's little doggy. I mean Violet. And she's barky. No. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Well, I think that's it. Let's get to Drew Tube. Drew Tube. 
Oh, we need to get that sound. The club <laughs> horn. Yeah. Have you been watching anything interesting? Um, yeah, I have. What uh, have you been watching? YouTube shorts. I'm just kidding. <sighs> That's interesting. Um, Basically just TikTok regurgitated onto YouTube. Yeah, true. <laughs> Actually. You're like, I don't yeah, have a I've TikTok. Been, I've Actually, been watching. you do. I started you... watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. I'm on season two i'm like halfway through season oh, two when are you watching it and it's so funny i started it when you were gone uh, and i think i watched like 10 episodes a day because uh, okay. they're you know they're 20 minutes long oh, or whatever. Yeah. and so uh yeah i started it's so funny like yeah. it's just they're like the worst like most selfish clueless people ever like there's <laughs> you have to watch it with a sense of irony because like what they're doing and what they say actually isn't funny. Yeah. It's just funny because like of how far removed from reality they are. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I tried watching one episode, but I was kind of bored of it. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> Not my humor, you know? Yeah. It takes a lot. doesn't have that humor. Same humor. I've been watching Never High by Ever, which basically the premise of it is this teenage Indian girl just going through a lot uh with her family as her dad dies and just like it's just yeah it's a teen bop basically but i do like that it integrated the indian culture into a netflix series i think that that's really kind of a movement which i love but the only the only problem i'm having with it is it's she's highly sexualized which I'm like, okay, yeah, high schoolers are pretty mm. sexualized in general, but I just feel like the whole premise is is like things she does that she never has before and just like, like her sex exploring like her sexuality is like empowering to her exactly. because she comes from like a conservative yes. Indian background. Yes, exactly. Which okay, I tread lightly here because I understand that there's the stigma that you're not allowed to talk about your sexuality in different ethnic like uh different cultures. And I do think that that does make such a hard uh, a hard dynamic for a young kid who's dealing with that. But I think that there's a good balance of it. And we don't have to hypersexualize it. Mm, but so. I do think that it could bring some light to cultural fam families of culture that don't talk about sexuality yeah. and they could see it as like, oh look, TV is displaying it and it's okay. Like maybe I can talk to my parents about it. Right. But also so. I'm like this is we're talking about like a 16 year old who's like right having sex with multiple guys like so maybe the show you know, kind of swung to the other end of the pendulum yeah and is a, maybe a way it's not more as tasteful as i think i could it could have been yeah, yeah. but you know? but you're saying nonetheless drama. it's still creating conversations yeah. to where um families are different cons more conservative cultures and i don't say conservative politically i just mean conservative like um, traditional, right? yeah, traditional. Um, we'll have right. these conversations about previous taboos, right? Such as, yeah, sex and right. things like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's interesting. So I could see both sides of it. So yeah, I've been watching that, and then what else? Oh, Planet Earth, of course. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I don't. Yeah, I don't really. I mean, I watch reels and stuff on Instagram and TikTok sometimes, but. Nothing of real significance, I would say. Real nothing, yeah, yeah nothing it's funny really... that nothing is real on reels. <laughs> right. No. Um, and then uh, also, I've been, this isn't a show, but you, DrewTube includes gaming and books too. So <laughs> I've been playing Animal Crossing. Oh, I, yeah. I started playing it in like 
late 2020. Yeah. And then I stopped for so long. And then just recently I started playing it again. And it's fun. You like you have your own island and you have all these residents in your house and you have to craft stuff and harvest all your fruits. And uh, it's kind of like therapeutic because you have like your daily punch list of where it's like, okay, you got to go collect all the fruit and the crops and then dig up all the fossils and have them evaluated and then talk to your neighbors. And if you give them gifts, they give you gifts and you collect these do-it-yourself recipes where you can craft stuff out of raw materials. And it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of fun and you can really like, uh, it's kind of, you reap what you sow kind of thing. If you put a lot into it, then you start to make a lot of like money on it and it's really fun. You know what it reminds me of? Hmm. What Hawaii would have been like without the modern day society. <laughs> Maybe so. It just, yeah, it would have been this like utopia. Island. Yeah. We would have all been walking around as bears. Just Yeah, just animals. <laughs> animals getting yeah. crops and stuff. <laughs> okay, well, we can just conclude our episode because we're, you know, we're wrapping it up. That was a good conversation, babe. Even if it didn't have too much substance, at least we got to talk. Yeah, we got to you and I got to talk and there just happened to be microphones in our face. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Thanks for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, thank you so much for listening. We just ask that if you enjoy it, please rate it five stars anywhere you watch listen to it, not watch it. And share it with a friend because that's how it grows. Thank you and awesome. aloha. Aloha.